Personal UFO and Paranormal Experiences, Episode 65 of the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast, Live Edition. Welcome to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast where we explore the unexplained and mysterious phenomena that have occurred throughout the state of Michigan and beyond. From UFO sightings to ghostly encounters, we delve deep into the stories, the evidence, and the theories behind these strange events. We are your hosts. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wayne. We are an educator duo that after an encounter with a triangular UFO in 2018 in Michigan, we decided to investigate UFOs and the paranormal. In this podcast, we will be speaking with eyewitnesses, experts, and researchers to uncover the truth about some of the most intriguing cases of paranormal activity in and around Michigan. Our goal is not to convince anyone of the existence of these phenomena, but rather to provide a platform for discussion and exploration. So, buckle up and join us on this journey down the paranormal rabbit hole. On an escalator. Oh, yes. And here we go. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us on this special, very special live edition. So welcome, everyone. Today is the 26th of August, 2023, and it's time to settle in a bit on this Saturday night as we explore some personal stories and even a little bit of storytelling. Thanks to our dear friend. Rick said volumes off. Can everybody hear us? Or is Rick just messing with me? Good now? Taven says good now. Well, that's weird. Yes. Rick, I even checked my microphone. My microphone is yep. on. Microphone's on. <laughs> the mixer is going. So it was off for a second. All good now. Of All course. Right. As soon you know, when I go to read the title, there's like no volume. I love it. Yeah. Very, very strange. But anyways, like I was saying, we are live. Today is the 26th of August, 2023, and we're going to do some storytelling tonight. And we want to give a special thanks and shout out to our dear friend, Gemma Jade, as we're going to be reading a couple of true stories right out of her book, Encounter or Encounters with Evil, 100 101 True Stories of Paranormal, I believe. Notice my, yeah. my teacher posted notes where we get were put to use this morning yep so if you want to uh we are currently streaming live and we are on youtube twitch and facebook right now but after this we will also put the show up on podcast platforms such as iHeartRadio, itunes radio public google Podcasts, spotify amazon music audible and many others all you got to do is search us out but we are celebrating a very special night tonight uh, as we have finally crossed over the mark of a thousand subscribers and also have hit our requirements for public watch hours. So now we can have memberships and super chats and all that good stuff. So uh, we want to thank everybody that went and watched our material continue to do so and help support the show so it's very very awesome and we can't thank you guys enough and in that regards 
later on during the show, we're going to be doing, Michelle? T-shirt giveaway. That's right. We're going to do another T-shirt giveaway. So Michelle will explain a little bit more about that here in a minute. No, that'll be a little. Oh, we've got to say some hellos to everybody in chat. We've got Bill and Diane with us tonight. We've got Hellfire. We've got Jeanette Angel. We've got Rick Davis. Uh, Let's see. We've got Tabin is here with us. We've got Janice with us. Uh, Girl in the Desert. Arizona. Yeah. Tonopah, Arizona. I love Arizona. Blue Crossroads is here. Making sure that I catch everyone. All right. I think Let's we've got see. Facebook user. Yep. Okay. Facebook user. <laughs> we don't want to go with the initials FU because that would not be polite. Yeah. We want to give a special thanks to FU. <laughs> that doesn't work so good for Facebook users. We've so. got Zach with us tonight. Hey, Zach. Long time no see. Good to see you. So, you know. Oh, some... stop the presses. No way. We just got our very first. We got a super chat. We got a super chat from Girl in the Desert for four ninety nine. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to have to screenshot this and save it. I you know, know how it's... restaurants put their, like, first dollar they ever made on a wall? Right? There you go. We're going to have to uh, do a screenshot and put this up there for Oh, my God. Everybody. I just. Thank you very much. I just took a picture. Thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate that, Girl in the Desert. We really do. Thank you. Um, you know, tonight is a, a little different, a little more un, unstructured because yeah. we usually like to structure things. Yeah. Um, we do have a couple of personal stories. One that we need to be covering, and then I have one from a coworker who had promised me this story for several months. Mm -hmm. And now that we're back in professional development at school, because we go back Tuesday, she can't escape me. So I reminded her again that she owed me this story. And so during one of our professional developments, um, she was so gracious to put the story together and send it to me while we were there. So we were multitasking. Yeah. Um, And just so everybody uh, knows as well, girl in the desert, since you gave us our first super chat ever, you're going to have a special gift arriving. So keep an eye out for that. And welcome Danny. I see Danny Staten has joined us as well. Hey, from South Carolina. Welcome Danny. How are you? Hey, he's down where where I've got family. I have family, yeah. family in York. And we are uh, South Carolina. Remember? I don't know if anybody has been watching the news lately, but uh, we did survive the craziest two nights of storms and tornadoes, <clears throat> which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, man, that was yeah. After- that was nuts. <laughs> we get through oh diane look at the is like a competition hey now. diane oh my with a God, super thank, chat of five dollars thank you very thank much you. you guys are awesome see oh my, we've we've waited like three years to be able to i know right this. took us three years to be able to get some super chats going In greenville okay i know where greenville is thank you for, know, thank you diana for, family down, or diane down for that, that way. um okay so 
something also after the the two stories, the one from Bruce that Wayne is going to cover, and then the one from my friend Nicole, um, is we are going to dive into Gemma's book just a little bit because yep. you know we've been reading through this and we feel that we just need to st- share some of the some of these stories with you. So per permission from Gemma, um, and she may show up tonight. Yep. She recommended a couple of them and then Wayne pulled one of his stories. So if you see me go off camera later, it's just because I've got to get a little bit better lighting so that I can actually read for you. Yeah, read out of the book. So do a little bit of storytelling and Wayne will be able to have fun with with chat and his uh, commentary along the way. Yeah. Um, You know, we, we say this every time, but we have to you know, just really emphasize that this live show and the podcast happens because of all of you guys. So having all of the, you know, all of you show up in chat, um, you know, we, we've built that family. So the viewers, the listeners of the show, your amazing support, you know, now we've got different ways of doing support now that we've, you know, played the you know the numbers game with youtube um if you are looking to help support the podcast there are links we now have the support links i guess wayne can talk a little bit more about the youtube end of it Mm -hmm. um there's link tree with different you know to the merch store and i'm reaching behind my back oh yes because you know new shirts are out i started thinking about what i wanted to wear on the first day of school Oh, and you know, one second, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Janice. Janice. Super chat for five dollars. Thank you very much. Wow, man. Okay, for our first night of ever being able to do that, you I, guys are know, amazing. Crazy. Thank so you. My my first day of school, I always like for my kids to kind of, you know, get a sense of what their teacher is like. So, that that's wait, the new shirts that have come think, out. Guys? I'm going to show up on the first day. No, nope. come this way. Which way? There you go. There. there go. Yep. Okay. I'll talk behind my shirt. So <laughs> if I show up with driver and some really cute black Bermuda shorts. <laughs> oh my God. She is not talking about her outfit. On I'm, the wear, first day I'm of talking school. about my outfit on the first day of school. I'm going to wear a driver. Since she's wearing one of our shirts, we have to support her. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking in business cards to open house Monday night. Yes. Um, Michelle, so uh Diane says that's cool. She likes the shirt and your outfit and everything. This is one version of the shirt, but there's also a different version you can also order off of our store. Michelle, show the back of that. Okay, so this is one that I special ordered. Right. And it's available for everybody, but on the back is a QR code. So if somebody doesn't want to talk to you about their UFO sighting and they're interested, all they have to do is hold their phone up to that QR code and it'll bring them to our channel. So So how cool is that? Either they'll think that I'm really cool or that I'm really not. One of the two. (laughs) Both can play in my favor, though. And I think we can say that both of those are... uh, I teach middle school on both. Yeah. So yeah, I just yes, Tabin. Just show you guys my my first day outfit. Yeah, so Tabin says uh, coolest teacher ever vibe, and uh, yeah, she's one 
many little awards from her district and stuff, being one of the best teachers and all that. So, yeah. And tonight you guys will have the hey, opportunity Mike. to win a shirt like that later on today. It's true. Yeah. I'm starting to think of numbers right now. Yeah, it's now. Mike J. All right. Welcome, Mike J. Good seeing you. Conundrum's here. Oh, my God. There's somebody I haven't seen in forever. Yeah, from Ontario. It's our northern neighbor. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Janice says, uh, let me put this up here. Janice says, oh, what a great way to expand the awareness of other species. Love the QR code. Yeah, I well, thought I'm so, too. That I thought it was a great idea, and it was awesome. So. I just say, you know. Oh, have... super chat. Hey, thank you, Bruce. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, one of our former guests is in chat right now, and that is uh, Bruce Solheim. He was on one of our shows early, early on, a uh, friend with um, Mr. Lovelace, Terry Lovelace, who wrote the book Incident at Devil's Den. Bruce recently put out a Facebook post talking about one of his uh, crazy stories he's been under uh, psychic attack and we're gonna talk about that and i'm gonna read that story for you guys because i think that bruce needs some extra help and energy sent his way to protect him from whatever is going on and when i read his story to you guys um you'll see what i mean it's it's crazy and it makes sense that this would be happening with everything that's going on in his life right now. So uh, we'll be getting to that in a little bit. So, yeah. Um. So before we, you know, we get into this, Wayne had said something that we were going to uh, tell you a, a little bit about the craziness going on in Michigan here. Yes. Um, well, fortunately we didn't have the show the other night because we had lost power and had lost power for a good, I don't know. It, well over 12 hours <clears throat> but the night that we lost power and for anyone in southeast michigan you can tell that we had one of the most wicked lightning storms where it was non-stop you would have thought that this was like a a, a war with uh harry potter and the death eaters yeah it was around. crazy it was just not for hours so that's so, when we lost power yeah so um, let's, I'm going to show some pictures here first. Yeah. We took and some pictures of the after effect or the after effects this of it is, because we had some very straight, like some straight winds that had went through. Yeah. But guys, it was the second night. It was like round two. So after like 90 degree heat and humidity mm -hmm. all day long, me sitting in the stands at a football game so I can watch my kids, you know, in the marching band. We get home and that lightning started coming about again. And it's okay, like, okay, my computer has frozen. See, You're still going. Start talking about storms and his computer freezes up. So yeah, very that, strange. That lightning had started. Mike, we do have a generator. We, it took us a while to get one, but we were able to get our hands on one. So we had a generator going. Wayne's work canceled. I still had to go into work. So he got to deal with the whole loss of power and, you know, fueling the generator. But okay, it looks like we're back. But it was the second day. Thank you, Hellfire. That is awesome. Hey, awesome. So Hellfire, that's what I'm. 
I oh my god, it blew out the windows out of your wife's work. Yeah, uh, so so well, Hellfire just asked, did you? And thank you for the super chat of five dollars. That's awesome. We really appreciate you, man. Especially with some of the artwork you've done for us in the past. That's awesome. But he just says, uh, did you guys get hit by the funnel cloud? It blew the windows out of my wife's work. That's crazy. Well, here's the thing. We heard the sirens. So two tornadoes had touched down just west of us, one in Canton, Michigan, one in Belleville, Michigan. And for those mm -hmm. who know the airport region, um, Belleville is our next door neighbor. So we watched and witnessed. Hey, Bruce. We watched and witnessed that cold front come in. So all the stillness of the trees and the dark sky, all of a sudden you could just see it start to roll over us. The lightning increased. The, the trees were going sideways. Yes, it was. It was crazy. And here Wayne and I are out on the porch and I'm like channeling my father at the <laughs> moment. He would stand out on the porch and watch storms come through. Yeah. We've got alerts coming up on our on our phones that tornado warning seek shelter. Again, we're still on the porch watching this go through. But we saw the lightning, we heard the thunder, but we kept hearing this just crazy churning sound overhead I'm over our heads as it went over and it was those funnel clouds yes so and we heard it twice so that means we heard the churning of those funnels yep but they had shifted southeast and three more touched down one in uh the Carlton area like Carlton Gibraltar uh what was it well one we'll in get Monroe. into that I do it's have the news seven. article seven tornadoes yeah. in one night yeah so it was uh it was crazy so here showing you the pictures that we got here so this is just right across the street from where we live um this doesn't look too bad you just see a a leaning pole of uh the power pole there but um as you get a little closer now you can see what's causing that pole to lean. It's like all these trees, all uprooted. Flooding was crazy. And here's crazy. a closer picture. That is a huge tree. You can see it was just knocked right over. And what you don't see is if you go around the corner here to the right along this fence line, it goes back. It goes to the east quite a bit. And uh, as you go to the east you head toward these train tracks. There are bigger trees like in the background there. There are more trees down that are about this size. You just can't see them very easily from the road because they're kind of tucked back, but it is really, really bad. And as Michelle was uh, saying um, this, okay. I've lived out here, here for, we go. for 16 years. And yes, Janice, we do yeah, have a basement. Yeah, we do have a basement. We've got a sump pump. We don't have a battery backup. Um, you know, ours did not flood. We know that we have neighbors on the other side because we are in wetland region where it, you know, theirs did flood. Our streets flooded, but fortunately... Um, it was just from the debris that had plugged up the, the grates, but I had never seen the, the flooding happen so badly around here. We still have roads that are completely shut down. And some that so, are even washed away. So when I put in my, my tagline there that it 
says that I'm marked safe from Stormageddon 2023. Yeah, it, it's nuts. Happy birthday, Metalhead. Oh. <laughs> Metalhead, happy birthday, man. He said he is 61 years old. 61 years young. Yes. 61 awesome. years young. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, so for those wondering, oh yeah, guy said I'm at Pine Knob. Was buying a Coke. Some gal drunk on her ass was behind me to buy a booze. She saw my shirt. Said she belongs on Facebook. She belongs on Facebook. I think we're gonna need more clarification on who she is. You're not wearing a you, Lady Gaga shirt, are you? <laughs> but what shirt? Be. We don't know what shirt he's wearing. I, did I his know. UFO did shirt, shirt show up? I was going to say, did driver show up on your Cause shirt? Because Guy video? was a winner last uh, last show. He All won right. a shirt. Guy, Guy's had a concert with his wife tonight. He's on a date night, so yep, he'll have to catch it later, and we'll have to find out more about what that shirt was, what the yeah. shirt he's wearing is. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, this was you know on the the news. Five app. people were killed. Yeah. Five people killed, seven tornadoes, some injuries north of us around Weberville. I think, um, I mean, manufactured homes completely tipped over on their side. And um, trailers on the road as well. Yeah. Uh, trailer, uh, tractor trailers moving along the expressway got hit. And uh, that was in this area of Fowlerville. Hello, they had 90, uh, 90 mile an hour winds. Yeah. And then we're in this Rockwood, Gibraltar, Belleville and north of Newport, we're like right in the middle of this. So all around us, we had funnel clouds and uh, you could hear them up in the air. Like, first, first time I've ever heard a, a funnel cloud churning. Yep. It's the Lisa Bowden's here. Hey, Lisa. Good to see Metalhead. you. We did not hear loud booms. We didn't have any transformers blow around us. Mm, what we could time. hear was like intense winds. So we got the straight winds. Everybody around us had uprooted trees and everything. I, I can say that we were truly lucky. Yeah. One, one afternoon of not having power, considering the types of storms we had. Well, it was we longer could, than an afternoon. Well, it was out from Wednesday night at about midnight until five o'clock. To exactly 5 p.m. Thursday. Yeah, it was like rush. So in my school, time. even though we were supposed to be having our pre-service meetings and all of that stuff, uh, my school was closed on Thursday because Dearborn area had no power. But we got it well, back on Friday. Here's the thing. A squirrel could fart. We'd lose power. Seven yeah, this tornadoes touchdown. We don't lose power. It makes no sense. It's seriously where I want to say make it make sense. Yeah. We have a very crappy infrastructure here when it comes to uh electric grids here i, I think it's just because it's old and they're building so much up out here that the old infrastructure is just not able to handle it jeanette you know one of those like scary experience say? but it just cool it's why we were standing out on the porch however when the winds did pick up you guys will laugh at this because i have a plastic owl on the porch that keeps birds from flying into the window um I, Wayne, True story. Made, Wayne made it in the door first. I I grabbed my bird and brought him inside. That was like. So she's running inside the door holding a, a fake owl. owl. 
I mean, you you can't make this stuff up, you know. So nope, got to say, what the were you answering? Uh, you were who are you answering, Jeanette? I was uh, answering because you need yeah. to like let people know who are only listening to our show what you are answering. Answering Jeanette right here. And what did she say? She said, what an experience <laughs> must have been a very scary experience. Well. I'm used to it. I mean, I've had a tornado go right overhead before I was dumb enough to be standing outside when I was in a manufactured house before. So, you know, and it hit about two, it actually touched the ground about two miles away. So, yeah. Oh, Lisa, that lull and Lisa had one, Saranac she says, within 20 miles. Just, you know, just a really weird month for storms like this and you know considering that even out west where we like to travel to in Laughlin they uh, had uh you know two or three days with the monsoons that were pretty crazy too yeah more so than you know what they've had in in the past yes conundrum odd month absolutely yes very odd month indeed uh in that heat you knew it was going to be bad where there was so much heat and humidity. It was at like nine o'clock at night. You know, it's going to be bad. Well, look, Janine said the, the lightning Wednesday night, more like yes. rain, the electrical storm. Yeah. Janine, before you join, I said it was like, you know, for those who have ever seen Harry Potter and like, you know, death eaters battling it out with the wands in the sky, it was nonstop lightning. So I don't even think that the thunder could keep up with it. Yeah, so. it was it was very intense. It was probably one of the most intense storms I've ever seen in a long time. Hellfire Ooh, says my wife works in, in Rockford. Rockford. Yeah. And they got hit good. Yes, they did. Just this whole region south of 94 has always been. Yeah, for people that aren't for... familiar with 94, it's, it's a road that runs east-west basically from Detroit all the way to Chicago and it keeps going. And that road seems that road. And there's a, another road very similar to that called 96 that runs East West and goes from the East side of the state to the West side of the state. And both of those roads seem to delineate uh, storm zones. It's very, very strange. You could be North of 94 and it's, perfectly fine south of 94 you're getting tornadoes and torrential rainfall you know it's kind of like those conspiracy theories about tornadoes being attracted to like roundabouts so have it, yeah, <laughs> i've never heard that like one before a series of roundabouts <laughs> i saw a video of it where it was like <laughs> one roundabout and then you had a, like five five miles of road lisa said is true see really yeah it's like a roundabout then like five miles straight road then another roundabout and they were like trying to make a connection oh to weather patterns specifically with tornadoes <laughs> and those it's like do you consider those roundabouts like landing pads like a helicopter pad like please strike here so I've never heard that. That's right. Yeah. That, well, it's, it's is, been recent. Okay. That that has been looked into. So then why doesn't England get a bunch of tornadoes? Cause they have roundabouts everywhere. Yeah. But they get a ton, ton of rain. 
Well, that's I mean that's easy to explain though because the weather patterns along the Atlantic Ocean. I don't know and the currents good. of the ocean. <laughs> I don't know, but hey, there was I, somebody talking to me. Hold on, lately. though. Hold on. Stop. Stop the presses for a second. There was somebody who was talking to me and saying that they thought that the government was controlling the weather, that there's weather control out there. Now that I know they've looked into that for years. I don't know where you guys are with that, um, but the government can possibly control the weather and change (laughs) things. And I don't know. It's uh, that's, that's a lot of, a lot of energy and mass to be moving around, but I believe there's a, some kind of a station and guys in chat, you know, you guys let me know. Um, there's some, is it harp H A A R P some type of, some type of like stuff that's going on and it. They say that they can heat up the ionosphere, which changes weather patterns. That's about all I know about it. Government can control weather, but we can ask. We are peaceful. Okay. Huh. Janine, 100%. What did Janine say? She said, if so, Harp needs to lay off the controls. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, and, and Hellfire is yelling yes. He's all Janice caps. Janice said in that Harp uh, is big in South New Mexico. Okay. Yeah. So, well, and here's the thing. So we're watching this cold front come through and there was a jet taking off from (laughs) Metro airport at the same time. So number one, you know, the turbulence had to be absolutely pure hell, but then you've got, you know, all of these passengers, you've got this pilot and then we're just watching it. It felt like slow motion. Yeah. So cold front uh, coming through. Mike Mike J says that he believes it. And you know what? Here's the thing. If you if you believe that the government is controlling uh the weather or can control the weather and use it as a weapon and do things with it, then they can't be far off from faking or using high technology that they're experimenting with to get us to believe there's aliens invading and all that stuff too now it doesn't mean there's one or the other but it's like if they if our government's that tech savvy for the weather then absolutely uh they could be faking some of this ufo stuff and covering up their own use of the technology so yes the canadian wildfires carnundrum we could have this discussion because you know you had the wildfires, and then what? After a bad storm, like everything fizzled out because for what two months at least we've been dealing with the particles and the haze, you know, here yeah. in Michigan. Air quality here in Michigan. Yep. Air quality has alerts just about every day. Um. Oh, Diane. Was what's Diane? She said it's obvious that the Hawaii fires were done on purpose. People control, don't you think mm. that is definitely one of the stories out there as far as, I mean, one of the, the, the theories or stories that I've heard is that there were like 
big time money makers looking at the yes. oceanfront property. Um, you know, what's the name of the the main tourist town there that got hurt or that got hit from the fires? Yes. Oh, geez, I don't even remember that city. Starts with an L. Yeah, I'm Lahana. Like, Was it Lahana? Something similar to that. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with it. But it's like literally, literally like uh, big time, like property scalpers, big companies have been coming in there trying to get them to sell their land and they wouldn't. So, hmm, go figure a fire that starts, wipes out the whole town. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's uh, interesting too, is when right before all this stuff happened, I saw an interview with Brandon Fugel. He was on the Sean Ryan podcast and talking about um, when he was doing missions, because he's, you know, part of the Mormon church. When he was first doing missions um, and also like learning how to do real estate and doing deals and things like that, he went out to Hawaii and he just fell in love with it. And they've been trying to buy things on the island of Maui so they can give back the land to the people there so they could um, you know, grow their own crops and things like that, that they want to do. Um, and just, you know, instead of always having to build on it and things like that. So it was, it was kind of interesting. And then this fire happened. So Lahaina, there we go. Lahaina Maui. Lahaina Maui. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. So well, I know a friend of mine actually got married there. So she said, you know, absolutely devastating to know that she can't go back to the yeah. same area where she got married for like any future anniversary. It it's just absolutely well crazy. As far as I'm concerned, with what I see with social media and and you can call this a conspiracy theory, you can call it paranormal because of the way people are acting, but with social media and the way that all these big corporations are acting and the way people are acting when they're on social media and stuff, there's definitely some type of a big push to keep. And I honestly think it's for depopulation. You've got disenfranchised males. You got disenfranchised females. Everybody's tied up in the social media stuff. That's why nobody watches TV anymore. And they're always on, you know, Facebook and the drama clubs and all of this stuff, just going to town and people being so unhappy when all around them is an incredible amount of potential that they could be engaging in, but they're being sold. This whole population is being sold on. There's nothing to live for. There's always going to be somebody better than you, which is true. There's always somebody better than you at something. But you got to find and stake out, you know, your own, your own personal path and, and fail and succeed and fail and succeed and do all kinds of stuff that'll get you somewhere. And it's just, it, it, I can't get on social media with some people because everything they say, everything is political. You sneeze, you're, you're a left wing crazy person. If you sneeze to somebody else, and I, I mean literally, oh, hi, guys, here's a picture of my cat, and I just sneezed. Oh, you're a right-wing Nazi. You know, it, it it's like 
everywhere. It, it, it's Trump, it's Biden, it's this, it's that. And everybody's screaming their sides. And it's like, people are getting disgusted with it. That's why they come here. And, you know, they're on YouTube and TikTok because it just gets really, really sickening. And then when you go in the real world, nobody talks to each other. And there's more people that are alike and want to get along than there are people that are the crazy few that are out there running around yelling their heads off. And it, you it's, know, it's bad. I think when I retire, I think, I think I know what I'm going to do now. Hang on. I think that when I retire in 3031 <laughs> to, to a cave, I am going to become an independent contractor who trains people on how to have face-to-face -face conversations or talk publicly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, wait a minute though, Michelle. All right, we need we need we've gone off the rails for we this have, night cuz this is such did. a um, we forgot oh, that we have to, we've hold got to, on. we've got to give shout outs. I know. And, and also got to talk about what else they can do on the channel now. So for shout outs, let's give our shout outs to our, our members, our Patreon members. As always, we have Tabin R, we have Hava H and we have Lisa B. So thank you guys very much for being our awesome supporters and patreon you guys have basically been there since the beginning and uh we can't thank you enough now since we were able to monetize and uh make all the correct numbers and requirements and stuff for youtube we do get super chats now so you can make super chats and then uh um you have uh now we have a membership and for i've got it set up for uh 2.99 a month if you want to sign up for that and support us you get special emojis and those emojis will change as each month goes by that you are a member so if you want to just join up that way instead of like joining patreon and stuff you know for a very low amount you can subscribe to us monthly and uh We'd love to have you on board and use super cool little emojis. We've got driver. Yep. So I'm going to put them in chat right now so you yeah, guys can see got, the different emojis. We've got here. driver. So Abby's creation. Yeah. We have the triangle. Okay. Oh, Ooh, thank you, Lisa. I think my, uh, my keyboard has frozen. Okay, so it's I'll just tell I'll tell goes. everyone. Yeah, so ahead. we have driver. So we we've got the the alien. We've got the triangle, and then we have there we go. We have the Earth with the little UFO and driver in it, and we call him Pew Pew. <laughs> and Lisa Bowden send us our first super sticker. Awesome! Oh, look at the little doggy. Is that Pekingese? That's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like Aww. a little pinkinese. Cute little dog. So yeah, so the first the first emoji that you see there uh is our driver and that will be the one you have access to for the first month and then the second month you'll get um driver crushing the earth holding the earth in his claws. He's said a Japanese chin. Oh, Welcome, okay. Shelley. Japanese chin, yeah. So, so. yeah. Cool, cool stuff. 
All right. So I know that you guys have been waiting for these personal stories. So, yeah, so and you know, Michelle, I've been sitting here thinking too, like, which one should we start with? I think, you know um, what, Bruce might still be floating around in chat. And do because- we, do we want to, cause I want to, I was thinking about keeping the paranormal ones together and then do the UFO one first. Oh, see what Nicole's first. I'm thinking Nicole's first. Okay, guys, picture it. 1994. I feel like I'm running an episode of Golden <laughs> yeah. Girls. Okay, so so those of you who are in Michigan or familiar with Michigan, all right, and UFOs, listen to this date, 1994, early March. Michelle, tell so, us the story. My friend and I had gone up north for a couple of days to hang out. I was at MSU and she was at EMU at the time. We had driven out to Muskegon to go to some guy's house, some hot guy she had met at a party. After we left the party, we were driving back to the cabin we were staying in. As we were driving along US 31, we saw a sizable circular spherical orange object in the sky. It hovered over the tree line, unmoving, and we were both like, what the heck is that? Naturally, and most likely because we were both raised on (laughs) Scooby-Doo, we decided we wanted to figure out what it was. We got off of the highway, I couldn't tell you which exit, and tried to follow to where the object was. The object first hovered over the tree line in the distance and then sank down below the canopy, giving the forest an orange hue. We continued forward trying to locate the object, and quite suddenly it shot back up above the tree line and shot off into the distance at a very high rate of speed. It was freaky. She goes, I I have to be honest, I never really considered this to be a thing. Um, I never considered calling the police or alerting anyone. And frankly, she didn't want to get in trouble for not being where she was supposed to be. So imagine that Muskegon, 1994. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like her description of being a huge Scooby-Doo fan. Mike J called the (laughs) Scooby-Doo comment out. Yep. So, and that is from one of my friends at work. When she brought that up, I, my jaw just dropped. I was like, go figure. Cause we were kind of on a focus there for a minute about what had went on in 94. And sure enough, she shares that story at work, standing in the doorway of my classroom. So I, I had to get her account of it, what she could remember. Yeah. And this, this was at the same time as that whole Michigan sightings thing that was going on that you can watch on Netflix right now on uh, unsolved mysteries. It's uh, something in the sky. Yep. It's still uh, on there. But Jack Bouchon. Yeah. It just. Well, just how about this? Really strange. We, we've got to tell Bruce's story before the break. Okay. When we come back from break. We're going to do the t-shirt giveaway. Yep. And I'm going to have to get Michelle's help over here because this wheel that we used last time will not reset for me for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on, but uh, yeah, it's strange stuff tonight. And then we've definitely so, got some, all right. we, we've got some eerie storytelling 
it's kind of like October and Halloween have come yeah, early. We're getting tonight. ready. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to go ahead and talk about Bruce Solheim. He had put up a story recently on Facebook and it really caught my attention. And, um, man, it, it's, it's really something. So this is his story that he put up and what he's been going through for a little bit. He says, dear friends, I am writing this partly out of self-preservation and also to keep you informed. Please bear with me. Last year, after a few years of appearing on many different shows and podcasts, including Coast to Coast several times, Earth Files with Linda Moten Howe, New Thinking Aloud with Jeffrey Mus Mushlave, or Mushlove, and Alien Encounters Declassified on Discovery Channel, and being a featured speaker at the 2021 Contact in the Desert Conference, he went dark for a period of time. And that is true. He did. Um, it was very quiet from him for a little bit. And he was also on this podcast as well. He says, I was under psychic attack and had to be silent about the paranormal and ET related things. Now I am back in full force and once again under psychic attack stronger than before. This happened soon after I sent letters to Senators Rubio, Gillibrand, Feinstein, and Padilla. And when I was invited to be on Fade to Black with Jimmy Church. Then the night before the interview on Fade to Black, my wife and I were staying at a hotel in Toledo, Ohio, visiting our grandchildren. In the middle of the night, Ginger, who is his wife, woke me up from a dead sleep and said, Bruce, there is someone in our room. I jumped out of bed in full G.I. Joe attack mode, but the door was closed. I flung the door open and saw a man in the hallway, con uh, construction worker clothes in the hallway. Or so he looked like a highway construction worker. He said, oh, sorry. Then the room across the hall opened and some more construction worker guy said, hi, Joe. And he went into their room. We were quite shaken up by the whole experience. How did he get into our room with this, with his key? Did he have a master key? Yeah, that's like the first question I'd be asking. How strange is this? So in the morning, I visited the front desk and they said it was impossible for that to happen because each key card is unique to the room. They asked for the room number of the room the workers were in and I told them. They checked their system and told me nobody is registered in that room. Freaky. I almost canceled my face, uh, my fade to black interview, but I went on anyways. When I was on the air and using the hotel conference room, somebody got into the room again when my wife was alone. She was asleep and woke up, but did not get a good look at them. I confirmed what happened and why with Anzar, which is his non-human intelligence or NHI contact during a few spirit walks. So this is like, a spirit he's had or a non-human intelligence he's had around him for a while that he communicates with. They were sent. So this is, this is what Anzar tells them. 
They were sent into our room to intimidate me, perhaps under mind control, like Manchurian candidate style. I had offered to help the senators in their pursuit of the truth about UAPs and NHI through my contact with Anzar. I practice what I call assisted remote viewing. And then he goes on to say, I use Anzar, my NHI contact, to see what is going on mostly at this moment or currently. It is more difficult to accurately determine something in the distant past and the future is difficult because of all the variables and different timelines. There are also some strange things going on at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base where my son works dealing with movement of UAP or UFO materials. Not that his son works with that. He's saying that there's movement of those materials and his son just happens to be there. Um, and he says, and I believe my talking about that and corresponding with the senators is why I'm under psychic attack. Please share this message with all your contacts on Facebook and please keep up the pressure on our electric elected officials to pursue the truth in peace and love. Bruce. Whoo. I will tell you the hotel thing, the, the fact that they pulled it up on the registry and that there was nobody registered in the room across from them. That freak. That is weird. Um, the whole key card thing though, once they went to electronic key cards, I've heard of stories of them goofing up. Yep. Um, that's why you always want to put that extra deadbolt lock thing on your door. Well, it's why they sell so many gadgets now too, that you can block the door with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I told Bruce that we would do one step better in, in sharing his message on our live show tonight. So if you guys, um, can send him some positive energy, keep them in your thoughts, your prayers, uh, for whatever's going on, because it seems like it's more than just that. And uh, if he is being in contact and doing a lot of appearances and getting a lot of attention to himself. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not good. So. Anyways, I said why you should, this is why you should carry a lead dispenser. Unfortunately, we are a very populated country, and when you're in a city, we're really populated, and the chances of you running into a bad guy are pretty good. So, I would love a lead dispenser is not a bad idea. I would love to hear more of the dealings with Wright Patterson Air Force Base currently. Now, don't they? Did they just have a conference, or uh, it was they? canceled? Okay, I believe it was canceled. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, there was going to be a UFO conference and Ray Szymanski was going to be one of the key speakers there. And is that, that one in got, September that's coming up? Yeah, that got but that got kiboshed. It's not mm. coming up. So unless mm. something has changed. So. I know that we yep. had talked about going down to it. So, but yeah, here, look, Angel says, uh. Or Jeanette Angel says, Bruce, sending love and light your way. There we go. That's what we're talking about. So, Bruce, we know that you were in chat earlier. Hopefully, uh, if you re-listen to this, you you know yep. that our, our chat is with you. Yep. Positive vibes. Positive vibes, man. Positive vibes. All right. I think at this point, what we're going to do 
is we're going to go ahead and we're going to take about a four minute break. And while we're doing that, you guys get ready because we're going to do a t-shirt giveaway. That's right. Right after the break, we're going to be telling you guys to type a number into the chat. When you type that number in, we'll add your name to the spinny wheel. But first, we got to get the spinny wheel working correctly. So we'll do that behind the scenes. All right, everybody. Take about four minutes. Stretch your legs. Have a smoke. Grab a drink. Kick back and get ready for the T-shirt giveaway. And we'll see you in just a few minutes. Traveling near New Boston, Michigan? Hungry? Well then, you need to check out New Boston Coney and Grill tucked away at 37005 Huron River Drive. With daily specials, homemade soups and desserts, and a staff that makes you feel like family, you will not be disappointed. Give them a try for dine-in or carry-out at 734-606-5313. You can find their page, including their menu, on Facebook. Bon Appetit! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) <laughs> all right and uh awesome ghost dragon shows up with a, <laughs> a hilarious super chat thank you very much man twenty dollars he says could this be a bribe ha ha could you say no to a ghost dragon evening and good luck folks no worries not picking a number <laughs> well all right everybody we're getting ready to do this so uh michelle's still uh stepped away for a few minutes so um yeah just again this is awesome we're doing this show tonight um just real quick threw it together uh because we told you guys that we would do a special show once we hit that second goal of i think it was 3000 public watch hours on youtube that then allows you to open up your memberships and your super chat so those are now available as you guys can see, Ghost Dragon just sent us a nice little hefty uh, thank you. So uh, super chat for $20. So thank you very much, man. That's You guys are way too kind. Um, really it just blew away my expectations already. And uh, we cannot thank you guys enough. Um, also, if you guys notice, there is now a join button underneath the video. Um, and you can join our monthly membership. It's only $2.99 a month. I set it to the lowest price I could on Facebook or, or on YouTube. Now, we're not in this for the money, though. It helps if you consider for the last three years how much time and effort we've put into this, and especially me on the technical side with all of the editing and things like that that, that I have to do. It's very time-consuming. And, you know, time is that one resource you never, ever get back. It just keeps on moving forward, whether you want to believe it or not. 
So um, every little bit helps us and stuff. And once again, Ghost Dragon, man, thank you very much for your $20 super chat. Oh, look at what I just so, walked into. Yeah. So, uh, Michelle, while you were out. Thank you, Ghost Dragon. Yeah, Ghost Dragon. And last week he sent us a $10 uh, PayPal donation as well. So, yeah, we, we thank you very much for that. Um, but, yeah, if you look down in the show description, if you want to support the, the show in other ways, um, please feel free. There's a link tree that'll take you to all the possible links. Um, our PayPal, our merchandise store, it's all there for you. Pick up a shirt if you don't win one tonight. We're happy to run into people wearing them or just, you know, support the show by like, sharing, and subscribing. All right, Michelle. We well, said when we came back from break, we were going to do the t-shirt giveaway and we got some people here that are waiting and got some people joining us. We've got Mike J is back with us. We got Tanjiro, I believe. Uh, hard to see some of these prints sometimes. It's kind of low. Yeah, even with glasses. Yeah. So, um, oh, and by the way, uh, one other announcement I wanted to do real quick is I've been talking to some people at MUFON. And in September, we're going to do two awesome interviews with two people from MUFON. So we're going to deem, I christen September to be the month of MUFON. So we're going to have two interviews in, in the month of September. And we're going to have on um, Bill Konkoleski from the Michigan. He's the head of the Michigan MUFON chapter here. He's going to come back on. We've got a lot to talk about. And I I want to make sure, let me check my emails. I want to get his name correct. Rob Swiatek. I think that's how you say his name. But he has worked with NASA. And he says, and I'm going to quote here, the the. the Take from this what you want. He said, there's certainly enough going on in ufology at the moment, and I expect we will hear from NASA UFO panel shortly and maybe even AARO or ARO. Who knows? Now, if you guys know anything about MUFON, they are very tied in to what's going on within the government about UFOs and, you know, citizen uh, science and all that stuff. So this month of September interviewing those guys and seeing what comes out. Yeah. So <laughs> Shelly Montgomery says NASA really? Yep. NASA that NASA. So yeah. All right, Michelle, are you ready to uh, do the t-shirt giveaway? We are, but before that, Oh, all right. I think, this needs to be called out. All right. So I have a paranormal experience recently. Believe it in ghosts to the fullest extent. Absolutely. My family thinks I'm insane and I don't know what to do. Our house is so haunted. I'm so scared even right now. Ooh. You need to email us some of the stories. Yeah. Of what's going on so we can bring some light to us to this. Mm-hmm. Maybe get our friend Gemma on. Yep. We're going to see if we can work Gemma back onto the show here in a little yep. bit. 
and uh, and get and... her to come on in September. So yeah, but by the way, and Michelle just took that down. Oops, sorry. If you want to email us your story and anybody out there, if you would like to email us your paranormal or UFO story and want it shared on the show, we can do that for you. And, you know, people are known to help each other here in these chats. Um, or you can keep it confidential and just let us know. We don't have to use your name, but please email us at mi.ufo dot podcast at gmail.com so and also if you're a winner of a t-shirt tonight make sure you send to that email address and i'll put it back up in a little bit um send to the email address your address and we will get that shirt ordered if you're a winner okay so my paper all right michelle's getting her notes ready Okay, guys. So, are we ready? Get get that number keyboard ready. Yep. Here we go. So we're gonna tell you guys to type a number into chat, and when we see you type that number into chat, I will feverishly start typing name your name and everybody's name into our picker wheel. All right. And just so you guys see it, Ghost Dragon. We are talking about our friend Gemma Jade. Yeah, you know, you're the person you work with, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who's Gemma? Who are you talking about? Yeah, your boss. That's right. Your <laughs> boss. Your boss. All right. So here we go. All right, guys. There's the picker <laughs> wheel. And Michelle, tell them what the number is. The number is nine. Okay. Type nine into chat now. And I'll start putting names in. Okay, I see Lisa. Janice. Janice. Hellfire. There's only one Hellfire. Yeah. Jeanette. Diane. Diane. Ghost Dragon, are you jumping in here, man? I was going to say, guys, if you are on, the magic number is nine. Type nine into chat right now. This is for one of our... One of our new shirts. T-shirt giveaway, guys. Mike want, J. If you want to get in the drawing, Mike J. Mike J wants in. All right, Mike J, you're in. Ghost Dragon says no. Good for Gemma, though. Lisa, we already got you. You're in. <laughs> you want another one? <laughs> Lisa's going to spam the You're, chat yeah. like uh, Diane did the one night. Kept typing in. It was number 27. Then. <laughs> okay, last call. Come on, we'll, we'll give you guys one more minute. Come on. If you're out there, we know there's at least 18 people watching right now. Put nine in chat if you want to be in the drawing. It's Saturday night in southeastern Michigan. A lot of people might still be with us. Hey, Blue Crossroads. All right, buddy. This is where we check Wayne's mad. Uh, hey, I'm a pretty good typist. Skills. He is. 
<laughs> TikTok. All right, guys. Come on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up in the live chat here. There's a way to pull up participants. Okay. Well, we got a lot of people watching, but they're not participating in chat, which is okay. I mean, I get it. All right. I'm going to start a little timer here. 30 seconds. Shelly, are you in on this? <coughs> Shelly Montgomery. Do you want to be in? Put a nine. Okay, there we go. We got somebody in. Who is that? O-B-C-E-Y. Okay, we got you. O-B-C-E-Y. Facebook user. We got a Facebook user. All right. Facebook user, please type your name in the chat, please, on Facebook. And then put F-U after it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> F-U is for a Facebook user, by the way. Uh, yeah, the live chat's on YouTube. Yeah, so what you just typed in, Facebook user, of how do I find the live chat, just type in there. She said Jenny F U. Oh, Jenny, okay. <laughs> Jenny F U. <laughs> is that is that my friend Jenny? <laughs> uh it's Jemmy. Yeah, see, I'm looking at the live chat on YouTube. I'm not looking at all the chats. It is. All right. It is. <laughs> it's my sister from another mister. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, one thing that StreamYard doesn't do is consolidate all of the chats so everybody on every platform can see what people are saying, except for us here. On StreamYard. So, Tabin, are you in, man? I was going to say, Shelly, did you type the number nine? Type the number Ta nine in chat. Tabin, you got to type the nine, type the letter nine, letter, the number nine in chat. Shelly's cracking up. I don't see a nine from you, I though, Shelly. She's like cracking up, and, but she hasn't typed the number nine. Now we got that awkward silence going on. I know. On. I know. I'd be down, but I'm a 4XL tall size. It's all good. All right. There's Shelly. All right. Shelly's in. Tabin, I think we can get you one, man. I think they go up to like 5 or 6X, man. So I know you're like super tall. All right, Shelly. M. All right. All right. The letter nine. Yeah, I know. Right. You can tell it's starting to get late and we've been at work already. All right. Tabin's in. Let's go. All right. I think that. All right. That does it. Michelle, are you ready? I am. Go ahead and click. All right. Here we go. This is for a T-shirt. There we go. Who gets it? Who gets it? Who gets it? Mike J. Congratulations, Mike J. Please send us your 
address to mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. Congratulations. Make yep. sure, Mike J, that you also send us what size you would like. Yes, for sure. So we'll definitely have to do these from time to time. Every Michelle. time, you know, every now and Michelle. then, we, what? What? We should do one more. You think? Do you guys want to do one more spin? We took we Mike J more? off. You guys ready? You know, it's been such an awesome night with chat and the super chat. Everything before we go into some ghostly stories. Yep. I think we do. We we need to do one more. Okay. Do we want to do a, a people in chat hit number nine again? Oh no, we we need to do. Can you clear these out? No. Or do we need we need a new number? Do you guys want to do a new number? I don't want to have to type all their names in again. <laughs> I got them just right. Okay. You know what? The number nine seemed like a really good number. So we're just going to go ahead. Okay. Hold on one second. Uh, Mike J is asking to put in our email so he can cut and paste it out of chat. Ghost Dragon, have a great night. We will see you on the flip side. Okay. So that's weird. It says there's an <laughs> error occurred on YouTube. This is actually temporary. Please wait a moment and try again. How strange is that? <laughs> Diane's like making sure that she's got the number nine in there. Did it go in? No. That's funny because I see it popping up. It says up. error. Try again. Well, you're seeing it pop up in Twitch. All I right. just had that message too, says Jeanette Angel. So, okay, so chat is being weird. All right, so Mike Hold J. <laughs> Been getting chat errors too. Huh. It looks like there's just an issue with chat in uh, on YouTube all of a sudden. Let's, let me see if I can do this. From my phone. All right. I'm going to try one more time so you guys have the email in YouTube chat. Nope. I'm trying. The gods are excited. <laughs> uh, Facebook user that just typed in the number nine. Is that uh, Jenny? Are you still still with us? Yeah, that's Jen. Is that Jen? How weird is this? Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. It went through. Okay. It looks like the chat's back to normal. YouTube had some kind of a hiccup. Yeah. I was going to say, because mine went through. Okay. 30 second call for anybody who's not on the list already for another free t-shirt. Please hit the number nine. Okay, right now we have Lisa, Janice, Hellfire, Jeanette, Diane, Blue Crossroads, Obsey. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but O-B-C-E-Y. Jenny, 
Shelly M and Tabin R. I think we got everyone. I think we have everyone. Last call, as they say at the bars. Last call. All right. Here we go. And please make sure you email us your address and the size that you would like. Spin away. And our winner for the second shirt of the night, Lisa B. Congratulations. Awesome. Lisa, are you still on? Oh, she's, I know she's still there. She's like quietly cheering. Yep. Lisa, know you're there. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Lisa. Awesome, awesome. She says, OMG. Please email us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. Your size and your address. Yeah, you've been a supporter for a while, and you definitely appreciate, you know. I was going to say, Lisa, you deserve it. our Patreons. Yeah. All right. Yes, All right. We're going to get Lisa one of those shirts. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit different because it's just going to be Wayne for a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and my camera's going off, guys, and I'm kind of going back in the shadows to uh, bring some of those stories to light in just a little bit. Okay. So, so I'm still here. <laughs> uh, Michelle, before you take off, I am so these, these last two stories of the night, or is it three? I think we're going to do two. We're doing two. Okay. So the last two stories of the night are of the paranormal variety, and they're coming from a book. Michelle, hold up that book written by Gemma Jade, a friend of ours. And I'll put links in the uh, show description for you guys to find it, kind of lower it down a little bit, lower and to the other. There you go. It's Encounters with Evil, 101 True. What does that dark part say on the front? With evil. 101 True Encounters with Evil. Is that what it is? What does it say? Encounters with Evil. 101 true and terrifying stories. That's what it is. True and terrifying stories. So this is from our friend Gemma Jade. So, all right, Michelle, go ahead and duck out. And anyone who knows me, these are like my favorite type of books where it's like a series of short stories. So I'm going to kind of duck out to the shadows myself. And I'm, I'm going to yell at Michelle here for a second because she has to lower her head to read the book but i need to make sure that she stays in front of that microphone so everybody can hear her so okay there we go oh look at that cute picture of my wife over there that's my yeah. id picture for work <laughs> you know the kids always ask me for the past 11 years my photo has been of me wearing the sunglasses like the movie risky business the risky business picture yeah yeah one of my one of my favorite movies from back in the day and every year i do that and they always ask me you know do i still have the same sunglasses and i do i think i've only had to replace the pair once thank goodness for cbs having the same kind of pair all right what's the what's the first story we're going to read tonight first story is the black-eyed hag the black-eyed hag. Ooh. Ooh. All right. 
you had me at black eyed. Usually it's children, but let's no. Let's dig into this. Maybe this is where the children came from. 23-year-old woman from a small town in Kentucky, United States, reported falling asleep one night and being woken up suddenly by something she couldn't explain. She went to jump up, as one does usually when they are startled awake, and realized she couldn't move. She also felt the presence of something unknown in the room, unknown and evil. There was pressure on her right shoulder, which felt like a hand, and it was bearing down on the shoulder almost to where it was painful. She couldn't move her body, but could still feel that there was something touching it. Wanting to recoil, but not being able to, is dreadful in and of itself. But what happened next is truly terrifying. She stayed unable to move and in a complete panic for about a minute when suddenly, all at once, she was able to move again. She jumped up in her bed and turned around a face where the hand on her shoulder had been coming from and saw what she describes as an old hag. This entity had long, straggly gray hair and a long nose that kind of looked like an old caricature of the cartoon witches we used to see back in the day. Long and pointed downward, perhaps with a wart or two for good measure. Only this was real. The old hag's skin was grayish green and she had black teeth the scariest thing for the witness though was the thing's eyes they were completely black no iris no nothing just an inky black that when the witness looked into them felt like she was staring into a pit of nothingness that almost overtook her. Luckily, she screamed, and the hag disintegrated right in, in front of her into thin air. The woman <clears throat> leapt up and flicked on her bedroom lights. Of course there was nothing in the room with her then. Well, nothing that she could see anyway. All right, that was creepy. And these are stories that we are reading from Encounters with Evil 101 True and Terrifying Stories that you can get on Amazon by Gemma Jade. Yeah, it, you know, and here we're talking about, you know, strangers in the room with Bruce's story. I know, right? And then go right, right into this one that is absolutely crazy. Crazy. Has anybody else had any experience with like or heard of or know of somebody who've had experience with like the black eyed children? I've heard so many things about that. That is definitely something that we've got to talk to Gemma more about next time she comes on too, because I know that that was kind of where she was going with the next book, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She's supposedly working on black eyed like on the black eyed children or stories of, of them. So 
Yeah. We reached out to Gemma earlier tonight, um, obviously to get permission to read her stories, but also to ask her if she would recommend, you know, a story for us to read. And this is the, the next and last one that we are going to share for tonight. This is called the balloon. Mm-hmm. And this was the one that Gemma recommended for everyone to hear tonight. So <clears throat> without further ado, the balloon. I was at a birthday party recently for a little girl named Leona. Leona was turning three and because she was one of the few toddlers in the neighborhood when my two and a half year old son was invited to her party, I was thrilled for him. My husband and I don't have much family and the family we do have, nobody has small children. My son and I were at the house and there were about 15 toddlers running around in the living room trying their best to make friends with each other and play some games with the balloons. The adults, myself included, were in the adjacent kitchen. We could see the whole living room from where we were in the kitchen and were keeping an eye on the kids while also preparing the snacks we were going to serve to them in just a few minutes. Suddenly, I heard an audible gasp out of one of the other mothers. I guess I wasn't the only one who heard this because all of us moms turned to look at what was this now freaked out looking mom who was looking at uh, what had made her gasp this way. There were balloons with weights on them all over the living room in all different colors. If there weren't weights on them, the helium would have made them float to the ceiling, which was too high for us to have retrieved them without a ladder. One of the balloons was off the floor, floating there in midair. This was spectacular in and of itself because, as I already said, they were there were weights on the balloons, and therefore they couldn't float. If a weight had come off any of the balloons, it would just float high up to the ceiling. So someone or something had to be holding this balloon. We couldn't believe our eyes as we watched this one balloon move through the living room until it stopped right behind Leona, the birthday girl. She turned around, saw the balloon, took it in her hand, and said, thank you, and then giggled and turned away to play. I said my goodbyes and grabbed my son and left. (laughs) It wasn't so much the balloon thing that freaked me out so bad or shook me up so much. I am a psychic, so I saw something nobody else did Nobody except possibly Leona. I saw what was making the balloon act in such a seemingly bizarre way. There holding the balloon was the ghostly figure of a man. He was wearing a suit and a top hat. And after he handed the balloon to the little girl, he turned to me and smiled. It was a sickening grin of razor sharp green and yellow teeth. He then licked his lips and winked at me before disappearing into a dark corner of the living room. I decided not to tell Leona's parents what I had seen. My son already has trouble making friends, so I just told them that the balloon made me scared and laughed with them and about how silly I had been. I don't let my son go over there to play without me, 
and I will never let him spend the night or go anywhere near that property without me there to protect and watch over him. One day I will talk to Leona's mom, and I should probably get to know her a little bit better, as my son really does love playing with her daughter. Poltergeist feeling. Wow. Once again, those last two stories were from Encounters with Evil, 101 True and Terrifying Stories by our friend Gemma Jade, who we hope will be back on the show very, very soon. I love ghost stories. Yeah. So, but that one, <laughs> this it's is... kind of like the the wink and a smile and then the disappearing into uh, yeah. the corners absolutely jenny on facebook hell no <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh man i'll tell you uh been an awesome night i need to give a shout out real quick to all of our super chatters tonight our very first super chatters uh we have diane boss we have girl in the desert who was our very 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 first super chatter ever we had Janice, we have Bruce, Hellfire Studios, Lisa Bowden, and Ghost Dragon. So thank you, everybody. Um, keep an eye out with our interviews coming up in September with the guys from Ufon. Jeanette, so, some more of these stories will come back and, you know, revisit us, uh, yeah. I think, October. Yeah, we'll see if we can't get Gemma to come on and actually read some herself. I mean, she's she's awesome. She's a great psychic. Um, she, she's the real deal. That's that's she's what I know. Like extended family to us. Yeah, she's like our New Jersey uh, cousin. So have a great night, everyone. Yes, everybody, have a great night. And we're gonna go ahead and head out of here. By the way, next Saturday night. We will not be on next Saturday, but keep an eye on YouTube and keep an eye on the Facebook group for our next. Yep. You'll get the notifications out there as soon as we get the dates all down and what can work Won't for be everybody. Saturday, but we're working on something. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a making great this, night. Yep. And making this a amazing night. And remember, keep those eyes to that sky. You have been listening to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. You can reach us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at mi underscore UFO and join our Facebook group by searching for Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters. So until next time.